Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we are going to be talking about the Toronto Real Estate Board statistics for the month of May. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Nice to have you here. Thank you once again, as always. And uh, we're going to be talking about everybody's favorite topic, these stats. Is it everybody's favorite topic? We well, love it. It's We're addicted. It's, it's, our, it's, our to- it's our favorite topic. We think it's important and telling <laughs> Yeah, and, um, you know, critical. And the, the stats come out every month. So every month, one of our podcasts is dedicated to this and today's the day. Yeah. I think you have to be, if you own any type of property or thinking about owning property, I think you have to pay attention. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Primarily because there is always such a discrepancy between reality and what people think is going to happen, right? Right. So we get a lot of um, speculative news reports yes, and media. media. Media fueling. Right. And rumors. Misinformation and, often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even people you talk to, they've all got mm-hmm. their, you mm-hmm. know. But then there's the reality of the stats. And so I think it's somewhere in there you have to mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah. Um, like I was, t- you know, just a, an aside before we get into it. I was, yeah. I was. Men- I'm all about the aside. Yes, that woman. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't. Say, well, anyway, I almost sold a condo for someone, and then we could not come to terms on price. And the person who uh, was the seller has this idea in her mind of what she thinks the price should be, and she kept referencing the fact that um, two things that. You know, prices were up in condos, and we'll talk about this over last year. And I kept trying to explain that's only part of the picture. But the other thing is that she spent so much time telling me what buyers think. Well, buyers, you know, they really like this neighborhood. And buyers don't care that it doesn't have a balcony. And, you know, buyers should be really appreciative of the fact it's 1,100 square feet. And so I do get this all the time. You get people, buyers and sellers, who are so sure they already know what buyers and sellers are thinking that I think that's a huge detriment, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because they're not listening to the statistics, you know, they're making up their own assumptions that never goes the right way. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest hurdle with sellers, it, there's a, a lag, almost a lag time between, you know, um, what's going on currently, what's happened recently, and their acceptance of that. Yes, like it's hard to wrap your head around what happened a couple of months ago if it was better than what's happening now. That's right, and they still harbor onto that, mm-hmm. and you know, you show them the numbers and all the data that indicates there may have been a change, and it's they. D- I, I don't know if it's regret mm-hmm. that makes them unable to adjust, but the holding on to the past mm-hmm. is what I find hard. It I is, because they're not, again, not dealing in today's stats. Yes. Yeah. I wonder, like, the insistence that they know what buyers are looking for, is that is that a result of HGTV and things like that? It or, could be. I think, you know, we all are a victim, I think, of thinking our home is worth more than it's I worth. I the opposite. Yes. 
I think uh, I think you might be the exception, and there's probably the odd person, but I think most people think their place is worth more than, and they, you know, if a buyer gives negative feedback, then they're the first ones to jump all over them and say, oh, that's not true. That's this, that, and the other thing. Right. But feedback is feedback. And right. if that's what a buyer thinks, that's what a buyer thinks. So mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, but, mm-hmm. but you know, and they, and then they, sometimes they expect us to be able to, well, did you tell them that it has this and that? And it's like, well, you know, they have eyes. I don't know. (laughs) That was important to them. I don't know what to tell you. Um, My coach, uh, my real estate coach, shout out to Doug Hannon. He said the other day, and I thought this was brilliant, that um, real estate agents deal in the present. Yeah. Sellers always deal in the past and buyers always deal in the future. Yeah, exactly. And and I was like, oh yeah, that makes total sense to me. Yeah, that's what I, that's that's more (laughs) accurately what I was trying to describe. But that's exactly the problem. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, on that note, let's talk about the stats. So, um... You know, what's your read right now on how things feel? Like, what are you, what are you feeling out there? So anecdotally, what I'm feeling in my little small part of the world is, you know, among the the general public that I talk to is concern. It's um, uncertainty and some hesitation, some inertia just because mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. uncertainty, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's some doom and glooming mm-hmm. more than uh, um, normal, normal. Mm-hmm. but people uh, just kind of are going like, what now? What do I do now? Mm-hmm. And as a result of not knowing, are not doing anything. What right. are you finding? Yeah, I'd say the same. I think um, it's slow. Um, yeah. You know, I've had a couple of listings recently that have been exceptionally slow. So not very many people coming to see Not them, ma- nobody, nobody asking. Nobody asking questions. Nobody coming. Open house. We did, the, we, yeah. we did that one open house. Slow. Yeah. Just like I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, there are definitely hot pockets, mm-hmm. um, for sure, where I'm having a hard time getting appointment times. But there are very few of them now. It seems like most things are just kind of taking longer. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily and again we're going to talk about the numbers i don't necessarily think in many neighborhoods prices have changed right it's just the way with that it goes it's the it's the lag time so to speak it's you know you put it on the market i mean that one i tried to sell recently i i had in three weeks 10 showings yeah i mean i've never seen that before yeah so the frenzy the frenzy has has died yeah And without that sense of urgency, there's a different pace now to how yes. things are going. Yeah, but, yeah. But maybe the end results aren't that different. Maybe. So far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely depends. You know, I'm, neighborhood specific. In some places they're up. Some places yeah. they're definitely down. Yeah. Um, and I think you know, if you are expecting to get eight fifty for your place, and you are okay to let it sit for a few months and just take your time then it'll happen, right? We're not quite at a buyer's market yet, but mm-hmm. but it's shifting quickly where I think it's becoming a little bit more balanced now mm-hmm. than it mm-hmm. has been in a long time. Mm-hmm. So everybody's just sort of waiting it out. That's what I said. That's what I yeah. said, waiting it out. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so let's actually talk about the legit numbers. Um, we had quite a reduction 
in sales volume over this time last year. We usually talk about year over year, almost 40%. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, that's a lot. Um, On top of that. 40% fewer homes sold May this year versus May last year. Right. And 9% less homes sold May this year versus April this year. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely been a trend from March Mm-hmm. forward where things it shifted it was a dramatic shift for me and, I, and I'm not even totally sure it was interest rate related it, it mm-hmm. was around that time but I remember you know end of February beginning of March so much inventory going on the market like I'd never seen and then right after March break it was crazy mm-hmm. um, so much inventory and I think I think everybody was just overwhelmed with it. Mm-hmm. So I think from that point forward, you know, we've seen a decline in sales volume. And quite frankly, there's been a decline in price. Mm-hmm. So what the peak of our market was, you know, January and February, where we were getting more money for our properties than we'd ever had before. And now we're not getting as much as we were then. Mm-hmm. So sales volume down 38.8%, but prices are still up year over year. Um, 9.4%. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's still pretty good. Now, again, year over year, we have to, I think at this point, take a little bit of a longer view of what that looks like. And uh, a month ago, we talked about prices being up 15% from last year. This month, they're up you know, nine and a half percent. We know the prices are falling a little bit. So um, we just have to kind of wait and see how it goes. I don't think we're not going to drop. The prices are not going to fall out or anything. But certainly, you know, there's not that. We have to eliminate, I think, you know, six months of of uh, crazy sales we had and just pretend that didn't happen yeah. and just go on our merry way with nice, healthy increases that aren't ridiculous. Yeah, I mean... What was happening at the beginning of the year was not sustainable. No, it was not. And made no sense. No, it didn't. And, you know, it might be self-serving, but I almost don't look at that. It's almost like you have to yeah. eliminate it because from it your was, brain. Because it was, it was ridiculous. It really was. Um, I don't know why it was like that. 45%, 50%. was insane. Yeah. You know, yeah, I had people buying a place that sold for yeah, exactly that in the 40s. Yeah. 40% more than a similar unit sold you know, six weeks before that, that there's no, um, re- rhyme or reason for that. So I, you know, so clearly because that's unsustainable, pri- prices are going to go down from then. Yeah. But, um, if they're up almost 10% year over year. Yeah. Um, I mean, where else are you going to find that? That's, that's not bad. Nowhere. I know if you think they're going to continue to drop, that increase is going to get smaller and smaller but don't you still think it's going to be an increase i do because i think and then this is our guessing but Mm -hmm. i my personal feeling is that probably over the next couple of months we'll see the same kind of a trend continue i predict probably by september october things are going to get pretty heated again and already this last week this week i'm seeing less listings come on the market i think a lot of people are maybe waiting it out and inevitably that will cause a bit of a frenzy again because right. we won't have enough inventory. Right. So it's hard to say. Yeah. It's just hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, people need to kind of get used to any kind of shift 
that's happened. And then the shift in this case is probably the interest rate hikes. Uh, people are scared about that. They need to kind of wrap their heads around that. But the reality is, people, if you need to buy a house or a condo and you think that the interest rates are going to keep going up, shouldn't you be locking into something well, that's now? that's what I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, whenever there is a shift or a little bit of a change, a transition time, um, it takes a little bit of time for people to digest the fact that there's a change. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like every time, oh, okay. Now I know that that happened, and let's okay. go on. Yeah, yeah. And I think that'll be the same. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not right away, but just because we're entering the summer slow months anyway. Yeah. I don't think we're going to head to where year over year prices uh, flatline or decrease. No. No. So. Yeah, may, yeah. but it's not forty five percent. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, next year that house is going to be. Chances are, is going to mm-hmm. be more. So. Right, and if it's not. Yeah. Even if for some reason it was the same, the year after that, certainly it will right. be. So yeah. <laughs> there's never been a time in history where you've owned something and no prices have, mm-hmm. you know, gone down no. for any significant period of time. Right. Um, it's worth noting, by the way, that the Toronto Real Estate Board predicted all of this so far. And they said that they thought that the first half of the month, this is kind of the situation we'd be in. Um, we'd have month over month dips, and yeah. then the second half of the year things would turn around a little bit, and prices would start going up or or staying strong. And they they predicted, I think, overall about a ten percent increase year over year, which I think is going to make sense considering we had mm-hmm. you know thirty forty percent at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. maybe by the end of the year, you know. And you know, and less. I still don't think the people that um, bought in that frenzied time of January February. I don't think they did anything wrong. No. 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 They, they bought and they're, uh, you know, they needed to buy if they right. did, and, and they did, and um, their um, value of the property is going to increase, and it, that even though that may have been a wonky time, it was, a, I think, a sound decision. So yeah. nobody should have any regrets about falling into that. Right. Um, you know. And are you having people ask you about that a lot? I'm not, but um, yeah, I I've can had imagine a few. they're thinking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had. What did I do? I had a few people caught in the middle where they bought in January, February, and then they had to sell in March, well, and it was that's tough. It was yeah. a yeah, yeah, and the things all of a sudden weren't how they were. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the average home price in all the GTA, all markets, one point two one two. Still pretty damn good. And um, if we're talking about detached in the 416, we're at 1.9. Wow. Yeah. So we were just we were about 2.1, I yeah. think, uh, yeah. uh, in the height. Uh, so 1.9 in the 416 and 1.432 in the 905. Um, that is, for interest sake, 11.5% up in the 416 and 7.8% up in the 905. So... Again, that makes total sense to me. The 905 was where, you know, prices jumped absolutely dramatically mm-hmm. without all any COVID. Yeah, without mm-hmm. any reason at all. So it does make sense that they're mm-hmm. that they're balancing out a little bit. Um condos actually I think did the best in all segments. So condos in the four one six were seven hundred and ninety three thousand. That was up ten and a half percent. And condos in the nine oh five, seven twenty two, and that was up almost twenty percent. Yeah. Yeah. That surprises me. Me too, but I think still 
you're, you're if you need to buy something, it's still pretty hard to afford anything anywhere. And you know, if you've got mm-hmm. less than seven hundred thousand, it's pretty mm-hmm. tough, right? Unless you go way far out. You know what I've seen lately? This is a bit off track, maybe, because I don't think we really we don't talk about this on Stat Day is um, rentals. Yes, I'm starting to see offer dates on leases. Interesting. Yeah. What? Right. And and uh, places for rent going for crazy over and very quickly. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And mm. a couple of offer dates that I've been looking at lately. Wow. I don't remember ever seeing that before. No, I, maybe once or twice, and that's it. So I'm wondering if people are deciding to do that instead for a bit. Right. I don't know. Or would you? But would you sell? Would you sell now and rent? Or would you sell? No. 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 So it's, yeah, not sellers doing it. Now, if you felt like prices were going to drop, you know, in the fall, the, you know, fall was going to keep happening, which I do hear some people think, um, would you sell now? Would they, those people be inclined to sell now if they think, oh, no, we're in for a couple of years of, you know, rough times? I don't know. Uh, we sit here, you know, early June. It feels to me like it's the doldrums of the summer market yes, already. Yeah, I yeah. think I would. You know, we only know what we see, what has recently happened, what we say happening today. Mm-hmm. Who, even September is kind of too hard to predict. Um, but I, my gut is that I would tell people now to hold off till the fall. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. But if somebody needed to do it now, I also wouldn't have any problem with that. Yeah. I don't think there's a right or wrong. No, I don't think there is either. And I think that's important to note because, as we say every time, you can't time the market. So you really have to kind of figure out what's working for you. Yeah, exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. If you need to buy or sell now, then you have to buy or sell now. Mm -hmm. And I have seen some good deals out there where Mm -hmm. I think, ooh, if I was going to do it. Yeah. You know, I was mentioning I was showing condos to some people yesterday. And there were a couple of units that were pretty well priced. And I thought, and... Also, they were renting the same. So, so my instructions were to look at what they sold for recently and also what the rental um, oh. amount would be. And so in all cases of this particular neighborhood, condo prices were falling, but rent was going up. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, yeah, now would be the good time to do that, I think. It's so hard for people to think instead of, oh, my gosh, I could have gotten you know, yeah. 100, 200 more in January, to think, what did you buy for this place? And it's provided, you know, X number of yes. years ago, and it's provided housing for you for right. so many years. Right. I mean, how can you say you've gone wrong? Right. I mean, how it's, you know, woe is me, not woe is me. Yeah. You made a killing. Yeah. And you had a great place to live for exactly. a Exactly, right. Like, so you didn't sell in January. Yeah. Good deal. Right. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I'm no, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think... Um, you know, if we're looking at the overall uh, winners and losers, it's the same pretty much that we've seen over and over again. It seems to me like perhaps um, Peel region, um, Durham region, still really, really hot. Mm-hmm. Um, although, again, anecdotally, I feel like that's not necessarily the case in all of Durham. I've seen a lot of stuff sort of sit around. Peel a little bit too. Um, Halton took a bit of a hit. They were they went from having some crazy. 30% returns to being in and around, you know, 12, 13 in some areas. But Halton does tend to be a little bit more stable, I find, anyway. You know, they don't generally have the huge swings like mm-hmm. some of these other areas do. So um, I'd say, like, all in all, pretty good news. Uh, the City of Toronto, um, East End 
was still performing relatively solidly. Um, Central Toronto, too. We had uh, pretty good numbers show up in um, E7, um, East End E5, and then um, up again through C6, Central 6, and uh, Central 7 as well. So it's a good opportunity, I think, for people to come back into the city, right. perhaps. Right. Um, there are some people who, you know, maybe just the affordability is just a little bit better for them to move back into the city uh, in a detached where, you know, even if it's 100000 less than maybe it was, yeah. you know, in January, February, yeah. maybe it gives them some opportunity. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of condos, uh, all good pretty much you know most of the most of the region was pretty stable actually we had a lot of good returns in a lot of areas um probably the best one that i can see here is actually in w10 or they had a huge 40 percent increase in in uh value yeah Mm -hmm. so i mean that could be just a fluke i guess if there just happened to be a whole bunch of different right units sold that were more expensive or one new building went up that kind of thing um, but yeah, I would say all in all, everything's pretty stable. Yeah. When I'm looking at the actual numbers. Yeah. So sale prices are pretty stable. It's just the number of. It's just yeah. Deals. Yeah. The number of transactions. Yeah, they're down, and of course, I think we just have to be cautious to see how the next couple of months go, and keep a close eye if you're thinking about buying, because I do suspect that it won't be long before they go the other way and you don't have time to react fast enough the next thing you know you're caught in back in multiple offers with 95 people mm-hmm. whereas yeah. right now you might be able to get an I, actual deal on something yeah, i'm wondering if we're wondering if we're getting to the point where many of those sellers are going to take their homes off the market and come back out in the fall that's probably going to happen too yeah actually it's interesting i'll I'm just going to take a quick look right now because I think this is sort of interesting. So in all of the East End yeah. today, now it is Monday, so we don't report sales necessarily on a Monday because um, they don't get reported on the weekend. But as of today in the East End where I monitor, we've had um, seven properties go through a price change, right? So that's that kind of gives you a bit of an idea. Um, however, we did have... No, in the frenzied time, it would be a price change up. Up, <laughs> yes, if we had any price mm-hmm. change at all. Mm-hmm. But now, right. often we're seeing them decrease. Now, we had 10 sales. 10 sales in the East End? Yep, mm-hmm. just today. Mm-hmm. And then we had um, 20, 12 terminations. Oh, that's, so that's it. So that's the indicative of... Yeah. Yeah. I tried it, I'm done. I tried it, I'm done. So um, of those terminations, you know, some of those may come back out mm-hmm. as new listings, but so far today, none of them have. Mm-hmm. And this is just one little area that I'm monitoring, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're right. I think we will see a lot of terminations, people just waiting to see. If, mm-hmm. if they don't have to sell, they may just wait and see how yeah. it is over the next couple months. Mm-hmm. Now, if you did have to sell over the next, let's say, you know, three or four months. Would you take it off now and and wait till September or October, or would you just keep it on the market now? Do you think? If you had a little time to spare, what would be your advice? Well, um, I mean, my assumption is that come the fall, 
there's going to be a lot more properties on the market. Mm-hmm. I always like to go to market when there's fewer competition. Sure. So that would support the idea of coming out now. Right. But it's so, uh, I think people are caught in this um, sit and wait a bit kind of mentality right now that where I might normally want to do that, maybe I wouldn't this time. Right. I think by the fall, people are going to be, okay, this is ridiculous. Right. Of course it's okay to buy. Mm-hmm. So I might wait. Yeah. What about you? What? I feel the same. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And again, I'm just looking. I'm looking at the West End here. So again, the, interesting. I just think for people to see West End now. For me, I monitor. You know the W one, two, six, seven, and eight. Okay. So that is basically kind of like the core of Etobicoke. Yeah. Yeah. So today, so far as we sit here, we've had um, we've had 19 price changes in the West. We've had. Um, Nine properties sell conditionally. Um, there were um, sales were twenty, mm-hmm. and then we had twenty terminations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and two of these terminations had sold conditional. Oh, because oh. they were um, their their properties on monitoring and fell through. Mm-hmm. So. When are things following through because of financing now, because of changes? Well, that is one thing that, mm-hmm. that the mortgage lender I work with a lot did tell me is that uh, things are not appraising. So there's a mm-hmm. lot of people mm-hmm. um, so they're kind having of caught trouble. in that mm-hmm. little bit of time. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Just interesting to see. Yeah, it's a time of change and there's no right or wrong answer. And um, it doesn't hurt to give it a try. Well, yeah, that, that's Whatever what I was just it is. Say. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to try it at one price or another, whether you want to, you know, try your hand at the market, you know, if that's something your agent and you decide that that makes sense to do and it's not costing either of you a lot of money to get it to that position to give it a try, give it a try. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. There is no right or wrong. There's no expectation right now for how things are priced, pricing strategy, you know, how long things should stay on the market maybe some sellers have that, but everybody else is just Mm -hmm. sort of going with the flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just say, you know, be current in Mm -hmm. your knowledge and information and don't hang on to um, patterns and experiences in the past just because, you know, setting a a low offer price and an offer date was the norm six months ago. Doesn't mean it is now. That's right. So listen to your agent and be informed. Yeah. Be informed and, and, um, be realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be realistic. It's hard for us in this position to talk to people who are mm-hmm. not realistic. <laughs> I, and I would say if you're at all considering buying, buying definitely get um, yeah. like qualified now. I think that's a, the yeah. best idea because mm-hmm. I think definitely. a lot of these pre-approvals can last three or four months. They can. Mm-hmm. So then why would you not do that mm-hmm. so you can lock – if you really think rates are going to go up yeah. – indefinitely then yeah. lock into something now yeah i had a conversation about that with someone on the weekend like if you are so, were so sure that another one was coming as it did in june why didn't you lock in in march right you know but right I mean, there is a little bit of hindsight but we know that the unprecedented rates of the past can't last forever no and so there's going to be some change it looks like now's a bit of time of change yeah so do something about that to serve yourself right. well yeah mm-hmm. yeah we've had a good ride mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Okay, good. Well, I guess that about wraps it up. We've yeah. talked your ear off today. Um, so let us know if you have any questions about that or if you want to know specifically what's happening in your neighborhood because we can always flip you the full market report that we get through Treb. And, of course, make sure you are following us on all of our social media channels at the Janelle Cameron team and uh, just reach out with the questions. Mm-hmm. All right. And goodbye, everyone, and happy real estate. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.